In the same way that the Electric Circus nightclub in Manhattan is all about sensual overwhelm, so too is the Hall of Mirrors at the Palace of Versailles, Hawk thinks, as he strides into the gallery beside four other men. The club's excess comes from bands like Velvet Underground playing so loudly the music feels like a secondary heartbeat, from the fire eaters swallowing flames like candy, and from the light show flashing over canvas-draped walls that make you believe the room is leaning inwards and a minute later that you're the one who's on a slant. But the extravagance here is of a different order, manifested in so many mirrors there's nowhere to hide. Hawk can see himself caught from all sides and reflected a thousand times beneath cathedral-like painted ceilings, the kind that make you feel guilty even when you've done nothing wrong. For one disquieting second, Hawk wonders if this is what it will come down to, a belief that this kind of history makes French couture supreme versus six American designers trying to show that a dress meant to writhe to the Rolling Stones is what fashion is now. He wants Astrid to saunter in right now and prove that very fact. But where is she? He glances over at Bill Blass, dressed as always in tweed and tobacco. Beside him is Oscar de la Renta in dignified black, Stephen Burroughs in naivete, and Halston in self-admiration. Hawk knows better than to ask any of them if they've seen Astrid. Allons-y! Their French chaperone calls disdainfully, as if he'd rather be accompanying Yves Saint Laurent and the rest of the French team, who everyone believes will whip the Americans so completely that not just their clothes, but their skins will be left in ribbons. To tell the truth, some days Hawk thinks that too. As if to bolster Hawk's fears, Hubert de Givenchy, a man Hawk couldn't have named six years ago but who he's now chatted to several times, enters. He's elegant in suit and tie, so intrinsically the French couturier that even the lines on his face look to have been pleated with a seamstress's precision. Hawk almost tugs at the sleeves of his favorite gray sweater, but he remembers that he's 28 years old and has earned the right to be there, which maybe only proves how thin on the ground designers are in America. He looks around again for Astrid before the Hall of Mirrors exposes his agitation. Against all odds, the Americans have to win tonight. Otherwise, Hawk and Astrid will never be together, and that's not a thought he wants to even contemplate, let alone have reflected to the whole damn room. Get it together. He rubs his hand over the stubble on his jaw and reminds himself that Hawk Jones is the man life called the premier fashion designer in all America. Bonjour. Givenchy greets them with a handshake, always a gentleman. Good luck for this evening. Halston, who'd as soon be called a gentleman as Hawk would be called conservative, mutters, smug asshole. And Hawk sees relief cross Blass's and De Laurenta's faces that Halston's expletive wasn't for once completely offensive. And then the mirrors show Hawk some more sober reality. A team of American designers who are really a set of squabbling egos thrown together for a show that everyone from Princess Grace of Monaco to the Duchess of Windsor, as well as every newspaper and magazine across America and Europe, is attending. There they are at the Palace of Versailles about to do battle for their country's honor to be crowned fashion capital of the world. And the five of them are barely on speaking terms, and it's seen as a win when Halston doesn't outright tell someone to fuck off and the whole of Hawk's happiness is riding on this. The mirrors shift again. Now they reflect not just his terrified face, but a bundle on the floor near one of the statues. 
The bundle becomes, with a sudden, sharp twist of his heart, the delectable white column dress he'd seen Astrid making yesterday, a dress he'd believed would make everyone applaud her and acclaim her at last with the recognition she deserves. Why the hell is the centerpiece of Astrid's collection lying sprawled on the floor of the Hall of Mirrors? Hawk's feet move him forward. He's halfway across the vast, glittering hall before anyone else notices the bundle. He's three-quarters of the way across when he sees that a crimson sash of savage red now stains the silk. His feet halt, his head turns away. But all around him, the mirrors double, triple, and quadruple the violence of that dress, and he swears now, loudly, the sound reverberating as if it might shatter every damn mirror before his fist does. Because if the red staining Astrid's gown is blood, then he knows that means Astrid is dead or gone. And so too is he.